quaint, sea-kissed town, where the whispers of waves murmured secrets to the shore, stood an assembly of nine, not men, but ancient volcanic plugs, guardians of geological secrets. The town's folk called them the Nine Sisters, and among them, Morro Rock, a sentinel standing stout and proud. This tale, dear friends, is not of Morro Rock alone, but of a curious cast, each more peculiar than the last, who found themselves entangled in a mystery as old as the rock itself. Our protagonist, a well-to-do gentleman, with an unearned fortune from inventing a device that purportedly translated seagull squawks into human speech, fancied himself an amateur geologist. Inspired by the grandeur of Morro Rock, he embarked on a quest to uncover its origins. His companions included a local historian with an astonishingly bad memory, a poet who spoke only in haikus, and a young scientist whose theories were as wild as her hair. Together, they delved into the history of these silent giants, from their fiery birth 26 million years ago to their current state, shaped by the relentless hands of time and human intervention. The historian, trying to recall facts, often mixed up dates and details, creating a mosaic of historical inaccuracies that amused the group. The poet, awed by the majesty of the Moros, composed verses about their eroded grandeur, often leaving the group pondering the deeper meaning of her words. And the scientist, with her unorthodox methods, hypothesized that these volcanic plugs were not just geological formations, but dormant beings from another realm. The historian, whose grasp on facts was as slippery as an eel, once fervently argued that Morro Rock was not a volcanic plug, but the petrified remains of a giant, prehistoric sea turtle. It's obvious, he proclaimed. Look at the shape, the contours. It swam here eons ago and decided to take a permanent vacation. In another instance, he excitedly narrated how the rock was a misplaced piece from the Great Pyramids of Giza, transported by a group of ambitious but terribly lost Phoenician sailors who mistook the Pacific for the Nile. Our poet, whose words flowed like a serene river, stood before the majestic morrow and recited her latest haiku. Eons carved in stone, whispers of ancient fire, silent, yet it speaks. As for the scientist, her theories were as colorful as a kaleidoscope. She once hypothesized that Morro Rock was actually an ancient alien beacon, used to communicate with otherworldly civilizations. It's not just a rock, it's a message, she exclaimed with eyes wide in wonder. Another day, she speculated that these volcanic plugs were not formed from Earth's activities at all, but were the result of a cosmic experiment by advanced beings testing the resilience of different planetary materials. Their journey was a kaleidoscope of theories and laughter, where the absurd met the logical, creating a symphony of whimsical ideas. As they explored the quarried scars of Morro Rock, a debate ensued. 
Was it right to have disturbed such ancient sentinels for human purposes? In the end, as they sat watching the sunset cast its golden hue over the Moros, the gentleman had an epiphany. He realized that, much like the rocks, society too is shaped and eroded by time and human action. Perhaps, he mused, it was time to challenge the norm of altering nature for progress. And so, our story concludes not with a grand revelation, but with a simple truth, wrapped in a pun borrowed from the poet. In life, as in geology, it's not about how you start as a fiery volcano, but what you become when the world shapes you. Sometimes a morrow, sometimes a less. And with that, they laughed, their echoes mingling with the sea breeze as the nine sisters stood watch, silent.